Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, the Marketing Institute of Ireland's new global marketing programme with Berkeley Global aims to develop the leadership skills of senior marketeers in Ireland. David Field is the CEO of the Marketing Institute of Ireland and he joins me now to discuss this exciting partnership and also to provide us with an insight into emerging trends in the world of marketing. David, you certainly immersed yourself in the world of marketing with stints in Superquin, Eason and Brown Thomas. But what did you learn from those experiences? Good morning, Carl, and thank you for having me. Carl, it's funny, over the 20-plus years of my career, I've worked for, obviously, retailers primarily and, uh, and indigenous companies. And I suppose if I go back to when I started in Superquin um, on a graduate program, you know, people always ask me, who, who kind of do I look to, you know, or, or through my career, who I think has made a real impact and demonstrated real leadership from a marketing perspective. And Fergal Quinn always comes to the fore. Um, you know, I remember walking the shop floor with him every Thursday morning and, and seeing him interact with customers and seeing him connect with customers. And then later, uh, in, in the, in, uh, over the few years in Superquin, seeing him operate at head office level and, and just seeing exactly how he put the consumer at the heart of everything he did. And, uh, and he always, uh, some of the lessons I took from him are still the lessons I apply uh, every day in business. And of course, Fergal Quinn would have joined us over the years on the show many times. And I remember one particular occasion when he told me that the key behind his innovation within the business was that he signed up to a lot of international journals and they arrived into the supermarket. And then from there, he had all of his departmental managers read those. Were you lucky enough to get one of those and many of those into your uh, hands over the years? I, I certainly was. I, Carl, I remember when the, the trade magazines would come in and... Uh, They'd be passed around the office and everybody who read them would sign off to say that they'd read them with they'd initial the kind of a cover page on them. So uh, I think it was his way of making sure that everybody was reading them too. But uh, but you're right, he, you know, uh, the thing about Fergal, he, he kept things simple and he always said, look, what are people doing all over the world and what can we, what can we see from them and maybe add an extra 10 or 15% to it to make it unique to ourselves and... Uh, and that was his way of working. And, and back to my point, you know, every single time, but it was all driven by consumer insight, a consumer need and, and, and listening to customers. And I think sometimes we, fall, we, we all fall folly of maybe not listening to customers and thinking we know what they want when actually we end up delivering something to them that isn't what they want. And uh, we've all had that experience, I think. And of course, massive changes have taken place in the world of marketing since the time that you started your career with Superquin. Of course, so much of it has gone digital and even more of it has gone mobile. But what do you see as the other major changes that have taken place in the world of marketing over that time? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Marketeers uh, really have to be at the forefront of some of the changes that are happening. Uh, you know, and I suppose COVID has probably amplified a lot of them. But, you know, if you think back to maybe you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, it was very much around, I suppose, traditional campaigns, uh, you know, advertising campaigns and brand campaigns. But marketing is so much more now. It's about driving reputation. It's about employee engagement, particularly in, say, times of a crisis such as COVID. It's about providing essential information, that consumer insight and intelligence that informs critical business decisions. So marketing has, I suppose, uh, touches on so many levels of a business and, and has ownership of so many levels of a business because it has to be the voice of the customer. And I think that's what has become more amplified over the years. And especially with obviously the proliferation of data and digital and everything else like that, I think it's so important that somebody is custodian of the customer and, and that's ultimately what marketing is. And many will say that marketing has turned into more of a technology-based job 
than an advertising or marketing job today? I wouldn't agree with that. I think what you're seeing is is that naturally data is emerging and there is a lot of, I suppose, disruption from a technology perspective. And I think the marketeers now have to just equip themselves. They need to, you know, ultimately the, the discipline of marketing hasn't changed, but I suppose the way of understanding and deciphering it has with, with, with the amount of data that's now uh, available. But I think the big challenge for marketeers and indeed business leaders is actually understanding how to analyse that data and not necessarily go down rabbit holes, but but be able to decipher the data to, to, to ultimately make some informed decisions. So I, I think really what you're seeing is, is that the role of marketing has probably become more complex, as most roles have with the, with the, 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 the growth of data. But I think uh, ultimately you get back to that core consumer need or insight uh, and, and use the data to support your decisions and support your activity. And if anyone listening to this morning's programme is interested in a career in marketing, what advice have you got for them and what particular area within marketing do you recommend that they focus on? Well, that's a very good question, Carl, because uh, I suppose back to my point about the breadth of what marketing now is responsible for. And, you know, I I think what you really want to do is, 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 is if you're, I suppose, going into a career in marketing, so you've, let's assume you've obviously been in college or you've gone straight to straight to work and you're working in a job. I think the thing that is most important for marketeers is actually to stay ahead of the changes. So that continuous learning, that our continuous professional development and that idea of lifelong learning is really what's key because things are changing at such pace, you need to stay on top of it. And that's what we at the Institute are ultimately trying to do is, is, is as a professional body is, is enable marketeers no matter what stage of their career, to ultimately become the leaders of the future. So it's all about that continuous professional development, developing those programs. So be they in digital or, you know, uh, uh, say an executive diploma in strategic marketing, um, be it a, a, a diploma in strategic uh, or in analytics, should I say. There's a whole host of, I suppose, programs that we now have available uh, to support marketeers on their journey and their, and their career. And in terms of developing those programmes, how do you set about developing them and where do you get the inspiration from? Well, we have, uh, in, the, in the Marketing Institute, we've had a strategic partnership with TU Dublin uh, stretched back 40 years. So we work very closely uh, with the School of Marketing in, in TU Dublin. And obviously, one of the big things that sets us apart and our partnership apart is that it's very much a kind of a a practical approach, uh, so there's very much practitioners involved. It's not just academics, so uh, so there's very much a kind of a we call it a pracademic approach to a lot of the teaching. So we take a lot of the insights from industry and we talk to industry on an ongoing basis. We understand what their needs are, and then what we do is we bring them into that formal setting with TU Dublin, where we set proper programs that ultimately we can serve back to our members. So again, back to listening to our customers and and, and bringing it back to them. And how closely does the Marketing Institute of Ireland work with marketing institutes right across the world? Well, actually, we're part of a European marketing confederation. Um, so we have a lot of uh, relationships with, say, for example, uh, the, the, our equivalents in Germany, um, Lithuania, Spain, Portugal, England. So there's a whole host of members of, of the EMC group. And what we try and do as a, as a group is really learn from each other and, to, and, and understand maybe where, where some countries might be slightly ahead than other countries. We all try to take learnings from each other. And, uh, and I think that's an important platform or an important group to be part of because 
what's your point about Fergal scouring uh, the world for uh, uh, magazines and trade magazines or whatever it might be. It's great to get learning from other countries as well that you can you can effectively shape for your own country. And of course, you're a long-time member of the Marketing Institute of Ireland prior to taking up the reins as CEO last year. Now, armed with that knowledge and experience of both being a member and a marketing professional, what were your objectives when you assumed the role of CEO? Well, I think the first thing I wanted to do was because of the obviously the the, 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 the change that was happening at the uh, at, at such case in the profession as a result of I suppose all the digital disruptions and and the natural uh, change in consumer behaviours, and um, there was a need ultimately to ensure that the marketing institute kept pace with our member needs. So the first thing we set about doing was setting out a clear uh, or developing a strategy for the next three to five years for the organisation, and uh, and that was really at the core of it and. Back to my point about lifelong learning, we realised very quickly that the pace of change needs to be supported with, uh, with, with, with that we need to be able to support our members uh, through that pace of change, which is what has become the cornerstone of, uh, of our strategy. And of course, as part of this strategy, you want to plug Ireland's top marketeers into Silicon Valley. How will you set about doing that and what benefits do you expect it to deliver? Well, two things. If I take a step back for a second there, Carl, because the first, I suppose the key thing we wanted to do with the strategy was to strengthen the contribution and standing of marketing as a key value creator. And if you think about the last 15 months, I think business leaders now realise the importance of marketing and the impact that marketing can have um, on an organisation. So, uh, so it's been a really interesting time for marketeers. Um, the second thing we want to do was have a clear focus on future skills, education and lifelong learning. Um, and if you think about some of the, you know, the, the companies, that, the Irish companies like Kerry, Glambia, and even more recently the success of Vallejo, um, you know, there's no reason why we couldn't become a hub for marketing expertise in the future. And that's why we're so excited about the partnership with Berkeley, because this is ultimately giving us an opportunity to develop a program, a truly unique program uh, for the future leaders. This is a global marketing leadership program, and it's done in conjunction with Berkeley in order to give our uh, give the participants of the program the opportunity to plug into Silicon Valley to understand what the latest tr- trends are, what are the latest things happening from a, a digital perspective, to really kind of understand how to really, uh, I suppose, uh, get the best out of the data that they have available to make those informed decisions. So we're really excited about the opportunity of working with one of the best universities in America. So from a practical perspective, how will that alliance work between the parties? So it's a partnership. So there's going to be three, effectively, I suppose, strands to the programme. One is around agile leadership, because we we, we know it's not just, uh, you know, I was asked the question, is it, oh, is it Silicon Valley because of digital? And yes, in one element of it, because there's obviously digital transformation that's happening in organisations, and we're better to learn and get the latest unpublished types of learning than from Silicon Valley. But it's also about leadership and the whole idea of agile leadership, and, and that's a key pa- platform of it, and also business transformation. So the three strands of the programme are around business transformation, agile leadership, and then, of course, that digital disruption. Under those three particular pillars, what are the latest trends that you hope participants will be exposed to through Berkeley? Well, I think, I suppose, if you were to focus on the, on the digital ones, uh, you, you know, you'd certainly be looking at, uh, at AI as, 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 a, as a good example of it. Uh, um, you know, all of that kind of real understanding of rich data. And I think, back to my point earlier on, it's, a, it's giving... The, the participants an opportunity to really see how data is being used to its best, how technology is disrupting and how marketing 
the profession of marketing may change over time as a result of this digital disruption. So I think you're going to see a lot in that kind of uh, uh, AI space. And speaking to one of the, the lead uh, instructors on the program, that's one of her specialities. So I think anybody who's participating in this program will get a real sense of that. And in terms of the future of marketing, how do you expect marketing as we know it to change in terms of consumer-facing marketing over the coming years? Yeah, I think what you're seeing now is you're seeing consumers are becoming increasingly, I suppose they increasingly want to make a positive difference with their purchases, which means business leaders and, 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 and marketeers need to understand how to put that purpose and sustainability at the heart of their plans. And I suppose not just pay lip service to it. So I think sustainable brands will ultimately build trust and confidence. So I think you're going to see a lot of focus in that space now over the, over the next number of years because consumers are becoming a lot more conscious of, I suppose, the, the world we live in and they want to make a positive impact. So I think marketeers are going to have to really be at the fore of that as well. And for any marketing professional that's tuned in this morning that is looking for international or global inspiration, who do you advise them to take a look at or listen to? That's an interesting one. Um, well, we've got, you know, it's interesting. We had our DMX conference virtually uh, this year, and I suppose it gave us an opportunity to have access to people that maybe we wouldn't have got in the past. So we had Byron Sharp uh, speak at the conference, uh, who, taught, who wrote the book How Brands Grow. So any marketer who hasn't read that, I'd strongly suggest it. But very much talks about physical and mental availability, and, and I suppose simplifies ultimately the challenge for most marketers out there around their products and getting their products into consumer hands. I think Mark Ritson is a really uh, a really interesting and thought-provoking uh, person when it comes to uh, the latest thinking and marketing. Uh, he's based down in Tasmania. Um, so really interesting. Um, Orlando Wood talks a lot about the importance of advertising and creativity and the kind of the impact it has on the right side of the brain and the left-hand side of the brain. So, so there's some really interesting people out there that, uh, that are, are, are certainly worth paing attention to. And, uh, and they're just a few to name. Uh, Jenny, Ra- Jenny Romaniak as well from Australia, from the Ehrenberg Bass Institute. And she talks a lot about um, your the, the, a brand attributes, um, and again, really, really interesting, but uh, quite simple in it, uh, when you think about it. But uh, not not everybody does it. So, uh, so look, sometimes it's about just keeping keeping to the simple things and making sure you're executing well. And that's really what she talks to. And that's ultimately where most businesses fail, isn't it, on execution? Yes, it is, and uh, it's a challenge for every organisation. You know, as, as, as Fergal used to say, this, is, this isn't a, a complex business, but uh, but sometimes you know we can we can overcomplicate things. So it is actually about keeping things nice and simple. And look, at the end of the day, thinking about who are you trying to serve here, your customer, and they, do you understand what they need, and are you delivering it to them? I think if you can kind of keep that at the core of your thinking, you won't go too far wrong. And of course, it would be remiss of me not to speak about advertising when we're on the topic of marketing because they are absolutely first cousins. So what do you see coming down the track in terms of changing habits and changing demands of consumers when it comes to advertising? Well, it's interesting because I think everybody, you know, there's obviously, you know, a significant spend in digital. We hear, uh, you know, all the time in relation to the amount of investment in, in, uh, in digital, be it in Google or Facebook or whatever it might be. But ultimately, uh, you know, radio, uh, radio still does a really, really important job as does TV. And, you know, at the end of the day, when you want mass awareness, TV is still one of the best mediums to use from, from that perspective. So I think... 
ultimately back to my point about Byron Sharp about that physical and mental availability you know it's about uh, you know really about that, that driving that penetration and, and reaching that mass audience so and what better way to do it than TV outdoor press so I actually think all of those what people would maybe call traditional media still have a really important role to play in any person's campaign to connect with consumers and probably best utilised when they're used together Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think really it's, it's getting that balance, isn't it? And, and sometimes what you might have is you might have a, a, an overarching campaign to do that, uh, to do that uh, I suppose, a hard work where some of those above the line channels would work hardest. And then you might have that little bit of maybe uh, a, a more focused approach with certain consumer cohorts. And that's when your digital comes to the fore. So, so I think it really is about getting that balance and understanding what you're trying to achieve ultimately, first and foremost, and then what media are the best media to use to to, to deliver on that. So uh, so I, I think um, some of the best marketeers are still uh, using all uh, media, as you'd expect. And of course, over the past five years, we've seen huge change in the world of marketing. But what are your expectations and predictions for the next five? Well, God, if I'd... Uh... If I knew that answer, maybe I'd, uh, I'd, uh, I'd be selling lots of books. Um, <laughs> it's so difficult to know, isn't it? But um, look, as, as I've said to you, I think the thing about marketing is, is um, you know, there's rapid change in consumer behaviour. You're seeing faster evolving stakeholder expectations, the rise of disruptive technologies. You're almost seeing that kind of fragmentation of all of the things that marketing are responsible for, as I said earlier on, be it, you know, traditional campaigns, driving reputation, employee engagement. Uh, you know, providing business data, that intelligence. So I think that what you're going to see is a further focus on that data and that digital disruption, which is why ultimately the Berkeley programme is is really one that with any of those senior marketeers would be ideally suited to. And equally, any marketeer on their career, uh, you know, uh, we at the Institute have developed a number of programmes from uh, for graduates the whole way through to, you know, people in the early parts of their career to mid-level career to, to senior level. And I suppose that's our, ch- our challenge is to continue to stay, uh, stay ahead of the curve and, and, and deliver programmes that, that will support our marketeers and our members uh, through their career. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was David Field, the CEO of the Marketing Institute of Ireland. And I'd like to thank David for sharing his thoughts on the ever-evolving world of marketing with us this morning. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. South-